everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Kibon Queenman. Happy Friday, guys, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Firefly Lane Recap. So, let's take a moment out, and I'll be right back. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queenpin from CQP Moments Podcast and Angelica from a little bit of everything with me. We're going to be recapping the hit show on Netflix called Firefly Lane, episode four called Papa Don't Preach. Encounters at work throw Telly off track. Johnny's behavior causes a concern. Happy Friday, Coupon Queen Pen. Happy Friday, indeed. Oh my goodness. This series is getting good. This season is getting good. Uh, if you have not watched season one, please definitely recap season one. We did recaps on season one. You just got to go back a little ways. But dear goodness, is season two picking up, picking up, and picking up. Oh my goodness. They have finally added 1993. You know, Angelica and I love the 90s. So 1993, oh my goodness, a great time, a great time, a great time. But, oh, are we ever seeing something crazy happening with Johnny? So Kate again, you know, doing things around the house and she wakes up Johnny to let him know that, hey, Mara has a game. But she's also letting him know that, um, hey, you've got, you've been coming in kind of late. Something's going on. You've got a black eye. Like, things aren't going the greatest here. Maybe you need some help. And so he pretty much tells her, hey, you know what? I don't need help. I, um, you know, I'm good. I just need to sleep. I'll be at the game. And it's like, oh, okay. And he rolls over and he grabs the cover and pulls it over his head. Um, At this point, we see him sleeping in a bed. It looks like he's sleeping in an extra bedroom as opposed to sleeping on the sofa where he was. So I'm not sure where this is going with these two because, you know, he went from couch to room. But I think he really right now is just looking for privacy. Now we flash back to 1993 and Tully, who finally has the asymmetrical bob, you know, the quintessential haircut of the 90s. Um, I think everyone pretty much had one. That and the Holly Berry haircut. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and trust me, I had both. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, so Telling is now on good Mo- the Good Morning Show. And it's like, oh my goodness. But we get to finally see a young Mara. We don't get to see baby Mara. We don't get to see teenage Mara. We get to see a young Mara. So it's so crazy because they're in, you know, the apartment and they're having a great time. And we find out that Kate is getting ready to go visit Tully in New York. She wants to be New York ready. And Mara's like, mommy, just, just go, just leave, you know, have a great flight. So the crazy part is, you know, she runs out the door. She's got that rolling bag that everybody finally got during that time. And she's ready to go and get on her flight because she can't wait to see her friends. And it's like, oh, okay. So we find out that, you know, it's it's a good time. They're, they're feeling good. They're feeling great. And everyone, it seems like everyone's hit their stride. Now, this is the first time that we really, really see Kate and Tully separate but happy. Because most of the time when we saw Kate and Tully separate before, it was sad. It was a sad time, you know. One, the first thing happened with Cloud. Then they go to look for, you know, Tully's dad and have to be separated. And, you know, it's like they decided they didn't want to see each other. But, you know, of course they get back together because they're best friends. But this is the first time we see that the the two of them have really hit their stride separately. You know, Kate starting a family and Tully really getting into her her career. You know, and she's a promising anchor in New York on a morning show. So it's like, oh, okay. So we come into... We come into um, the present a little and, you know, so Kate is, is there, you know, helping, helping Tully kind of, you know, work things through and looking at new things. And she's actually recording for her and helping her record her blog and stuff and, you know, they're moving around because she wants her to know, you you know, she wants to give her viewers, which they've asked for, a, a tour of her amazing new apartment. Well, let's say Kate and Sully got an amazing view of something they were not expecting. Because as they're walking through the apartment, they go and they find a man wearing an apron in Tully's kitchen. Um, ladies and gentlemen, he was just wearing an apron, which was like, whoa, okay. And Tully starts to freak out, of course. She's about to call 911 because, hey, there's some strange man standing in her kitchen. She doesn't know who he is. 
And the funny thing is, this guy is acting rather friendly. He's not acting like, hey, you know what? I'm your biggest fan. Like, he's some stalker type. He's like, hey, how are you? I hear that you're you're amazing. You're Tully, right? And it's like, whoa, okay, what are you doing in my kitchen? Well, Cloud comes down and introduces the man as Dimitri. Well, who's Dimitri? Uh, yeah, Dimitri happens to be Cloud's husband. Um, was anybody else as confused or blindsided by this information as I was? Because I'm like, wait, when did Cloud get married to someone? Did we miss something? Because we didn't see a wedding. We didn't see anything. And it's super crazy. Okay, so Cloud now lets us know that she has a husband named Dimitri. And the reason he's there is because she invited him. So there's this semi-naked man still only wearing a an apron that literally says their girlfriend hour on it um in Tully's kitchen and he happens to be her new stepdad yay uh no um what but we then flash back to high school Tully and high school Tully finds out that her mom is not only going to a newfound church, but has a new boyfriend who they've been having Bible study together. And he's he's very interesting, you know, and he doesn't know that Cloud's name is Cloud. Her name is Denise or Doris. What was it? Was it Denise or was it Doris? I think it was Doris. Yeah, so she's not going by Cloud. And this man thinks that she's a very wholesome woman and wants to have this great connection with her because, you know, it's really weird because, again, Tully gets blindsided by this. She just walks in on this and this gentleman caller is coming over and you know he says to 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 cloud you know you said that Tallulah is such a firecracker and it's like there are very few times when we hear Tully called Tallulah so it's like oh boy there is this weird portrayal that seems to be coming about and even Tully herself is like Oh, here we go. Here we go. But we then go back to New York and we find out that, hey, you know, Tully wants to take Kate out for dinner. They they want to have a good time. They want to do some great stuff. And they're out at this fancy restaurant. Because the other thing is, Kate thinks that she's pregnant again, so she's not drinking. So they're out at this fancy restaurant just having a great time. And it's just, it's just like, okay. But 
as they're sitting there waiting for their food, looking to order, the one thing is that Ben Zwanger walks in. Now, one thing that we have to go back to is on the morning show, Sully saw Ben Zwanger and he pretends that he doesn't know who she is. Now, remember, she interviewed him or started asking him questions when he was campaigning. But it seems like he's saying, oh, I don't know you, but I would have remembered you. Well, she found out later that he asked that she not be the one to interview him. So he knew exactly who she was. And so she decides at this point in the restaurant that she's going to confront him and say, hey, you know what? I, you know, I found out you asked that I not be the one to interview you. And he starts being very condescending and, you know, well, yeah, I knew who you were, but I didn't want to make this awkward for you. I didn't want to make you feel weird. But, you know, you seem like a social climber and you've got these daddy issues. And, you know, he just like all out insults her. Now, the funny thing about it is one of the execs from the station is there. And you would think that he would say, hey, you know what? Enough. But he just follows this guy to his table when they call for the table and say, you know, hey, Mr. Binswanger, your table is ready. And and she's standing there looking like she's questioning her whole entire life because this man just berated her for no reason. And it's like, wow, really? But we start to see this kind of, this kind of repetitive thing happening because now we're going to, we're coming back and we're seeing that Tully's agent says that Wilson King wants to meet with her. And, you know, she goes and she meets with Wilson King and he's letting her know that her show that she started, The Girlfriend Hour, is getting horrible horrible ratings and so which she already knew because they changed it from one host to two co-hosts and it's the girlfriend hour but one of these co-hosts is a guy it's not even two girls it's a guy so it's getting these horrible ratings and so he's offering her just about, you know, carte blanche. She can get anything she wants with this. But the one thing he says to her is the word kiddo, which for her is a trigger word. She's heard it with Binswanger. She's heard it with other people when they're being very condescending to her. So she turns the whole entire deal down. And so, so he tells her, well, if you turn this deal down, guess what? The lawsuit's still on. Everything's still on. You know, let's go and do this. But Tully, like a champ, thinks on her feet and says, well, then you watch tomorrow's episode of the Girlfriend Minute online and I will have 
every woman that you have ever said anything to on. I've got people willing to come forward. And he just like, he drops the lawsuit and she's still able to walk away from not having the show. And even her agent is just like, well, where are these women? I'd like to meet them. And she says, there are no women. I was totally bluffing. And it was like, whoa, to watch this turnabout happen was absolutely amazing because you really believe that there are these women ready to testify on camera that Wilson King has done something to them. And it's like, oh my goodness. Now, if you remember last episode, you know, the AV Club, which is the audio and video, video club, um, actually is going to have something done. And they've actually invited, well, Kate is sponsoring Tully to be in part of the club. So they're going to have a film viewing party at Kate's house. Well, they start out with the film viewing party and ends up getting into Bud's alcohol. And the film viewing party turns into Kate trying to kiss the boy in her parents' kitchen and getting caught by her dad. Well, needless to say, guys, that film viewing party went from hey to nay because he sent everybody home called their parents and the crazy part is he tells Kate hey you know what you better clean this up before your mother gets home and your brother get home and she looks at him and she says okay but he doesn't realize absolutely how drunk she is she throws up on his slippers. And he just looks at her and sends her to bed. Because he can't believe that his little girl is this drunk. Or even drunk, period. But, oh. It is super crazy. But the funny thing is. The very next morning, she comes down expecting to have to clean things up. Her mom is back home, and the house is spick and span. There are no issues. The house is clean. And, you know, she just like, oh, my goodness. You know? But she just like sits there and and she can't believe it. Like I couldn't believe it. That was the crazy part. I could not believe it. But um, he she then says, "Well, hey, you know what? That that Wizard of Oz is that Wizard of Oz movie is coming on. 
And we should watch it together because her father actually asked her to watch it with him. And she said that, you know, she was too old to watch that. That movie was for babies. But yeah, now she decides because her dad did the amazing favor of cleaning up everything and not ratting her out to her mom that she's going to watch the movie with him. So that was really amazing. But we then switch back to 1993 and these two are getting ready. You know, they're going out to have a good time. They're going and they're shopping and everything. And Tully is really spoiling Kate. Like, they're really having a great time. They're really, you know, hitting hitting the town. She even lets her shop in her closet before they go out to go shopping. So they're having this amazing, amazing time. They come home and they're getting ready to go out and they're getting freshened up. And unfortunately, what happens is Kate finds out that she is not pregnant. And it's just like, oh my goodness, she's devastated, you know, and she really starts to cry and rely on Kelly and says, hey, you know what? They've been trying and trying and trying. And, you know, Tully is really good at consoling her friend. She really, really is. And she lets her know, you know, everything's going to be okay. It's not that. It's not bad. It's not anything crazy. But, you know, and then we come into the part where, hey, hey, you know, Johnny's actually taking Mara to go get her, you know, go to her game. And as she's going to her game, she, she um, they start talking. And as they're talking, you know, they're sitting in the car talking and, he said, and she starts asking him questions about him going to get help, him needing, you know, therapy because she lets him know that her mom is indeed telling you know family members like uncle sean and you know grandma and grandpa that he needs help he does indeed need help and so he's saying he doesn't need help you know he just wants her to be happy but Mara, I, I think this is where we really start to see the maturity, the maturity level of Mara, because she says, hey, you know what? If you don't need help, then why are you coming home with black eyes? Why are you getting in fights? What is this about? That doesn't seem like a person that doesn't need help. And, you know, so he's like, you know what? I love you. This is not something for you to worry about. And I'm like, whoa, like he won't admit that he actually needs help. But they get out and they go to the game. And, you know, he, he sits there and believe it or not, he starts to have one of those moments where he's having 
his own type of flashback and noises are setting him off like whistles and stuff and he looks and one of the girls trips Mara and he goes ballistic on the referee on the girl's dad and he's ready to fight the girl's dad and it's like oh my goodness why are we having this moment and the crazy part is at the same time you know he's kind of snapping out of it a little bit but he's having such a hard time dealing with the background sounds and everything that he doesn't hear Kate asking him does he want a soda you know, and she's asking him, is he okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm okay. But then he goes back into it with the girl's dad and he's like really going after him this time. So much so that the referee has to tell him, hey, do me a favor, walk away. Like literally walk away. And and that's the crazy part is he doesn't want to walk away from this. But then he realizes that everybody's looking at him and everybody sees him differently. And now he's saying, you know what? It's time for him to leave. He has to go. He's going to talk to Mara by himself and let her know that he's not going to be around. And we actually see this flashback of him going to a um, job when Kate is out of town and he has to take Mara with him because he pretty much takes her to the same place and what happens with that is they're on the job site and he loses sight of Mara and he panics and he starts looking for her well the same thing here it seems like he loses sight of Mara and we're getting simultaneously what's actually happening and the flashback at the same time. And we're watching him relive those old feelings, the feeling of panic, the feeling of like, he's not going to find his daughter. And it's just like, oh my goodness. And he looks and finally, he eventually finds her. And he actually starts crying and he starts telling her how sorry he is. He didn't mean it. He's really sorry. Oh, it's so horrible. He's, He's very, very sorry. And it's like, whoa, this man is really, really in need of help. And he really needs to admit this because this is not just affecting his relationship with Kate, it's affecting his relationship with his daughter. And it's like, whoa. But we then go to the car, the infamous car that's been in an accident. And we've been trying to figure out who is in this car. And we see the fire department opening up the driver's side door. And we hear the firefighter say, oh my goodness, it's Tully Hart. So we know that Tully is the one in the car. Oh my goodness. 
so now we're figuring out we've got to figure out where this is going because mm-hmm. Shelly's been in an accident oh yeah I do appreciate you taking over this whole thing um for those wondering I've been quiet in the background because there's a lot of noise happening but I want to add to something to this when we see Telly in the car in the car it it just makes me wonder like what else is going on what else is she going through and then we see Johnny to kind of just get out of you know he got into his moment during Mara's game and I loved how it came into full circle where he admitted to he admits and really recognizes how it's affecting everybody including Kate even though they're separated but you know they she still has that love for him because she is her daughter's father and it it's just an omg moment of this series is getting really good we're in episode four I believe with this one and there's a couple more because they didn't do a really long season, but we're getting into the details and we're finally seeing these characters from past past when they're young, past in their two highlights of their careers and obviously into their family life and then seeing them in the present. How, why are they like this? You know, and I love how they give us that insight of the present characters and seeing them in the past because it gives us a great idea of why they act this way. Why do these things happen? What happened to them? So we really get to see more of that. And I love seeing how the relationship, and I know I mentioned it already, how Johnny and Kate become a unit and they have a family and how things have changed for her. Like she became a stay-at-home mom and Johnny's the one running the show and everything and working with Telly and all that. So um, it's just, I love seeing how, where they pretty much came from. And then Tully and her success of her career, taking on those challenges, being in New York and realizing that not people, the people, the way they live there, is it for her? But she loves it because she's doing so well in her job and seeing her success come to life and having those proud moments of herself and seeing her best friend and how much it misses her and how they should be there together. So I'm really enjoying this season too. Yeah, I'm loving this season. This is like... Like I said, I think episode three was where this season started to pick up. So now we're seeing, we're getting to see the different facets of everyone. Yeah. The different facets of everyone. So this is amazing for me. Like this is, and like I said, guys, pay attention to the fashion. Pay attention to the haircuts. Pay attention to the makeup because the production team the makeup team the wardrobe oh my goodness the little details are just there if you grew up in the 90s you know what I'm talking about (laughs) if you grew up in the 80s you know what I'm talking about like those little idiosyncrasies I mean even to the point where you know we're seeing young cloud old cloud and the actor this is not to take away from the actors because the actors are doing an amazing job of being period actors within different periods of time so i love it 
I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it too. Is it safe to say to wrap this up? Let's do it. As always, guys, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. So guys, let us know what you think so far. You can always reach us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and TikTok. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And happy shopping. <laughs>